When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Town, Pickle Park, a new beginning. Let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby said she want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 240 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. Today, a intriguing question, I think. Who should the Padres rather want to face come the wildcard series? Is it the St. Louis Cardinals or is it the New York Mets? I guess you could say that the Atlanta Braves are still an option right now because they are still an option, but that's the longest shot. It's probably going to be either the Cardinals or the New York Mets. If the Padres are the five seed, it would be the four seed New York Mets at City Field. If they end up being the six seed and the Phillies, who already clinched a playoff spot, they clinched yesterday, by the way. If the Phillies get to a five seed, then the Padres would be the six, obviously, and then they'd go to St. Louis to Bush Stadium and go play the Cardinals in Yachty and Pujols' and maybe Wainwright's last season in the majors. I am um, Ben Fadden. This episode brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is the website. Friars Road, uh, that is where their main location uh, is. You can go onto the website to see the address and all that, the phone number. Uh, it's also located inside Snapdragon Stadium during Wave games, concerts, SDSU games, uh, and also at Petco Park, inside Petco Park. They have multiple stands there. Um, hopefully, after tomorrow's uh, regular season finale, you'll still be able 
to go to Petco Park this year to go get Gaglione's, uh, which means that there's going to be a playoff game in the NLDS. So that's what we're hoping for. Uh, but we will see. They're going to have to get past the wild card series, whether it's the Mets or the Cardinals. Again, those are probably the two likeliest teams. Both teams are going to be tough. Uh, but give me your thoughts. Feel free in the comments here live on YouTube uh, or on social media if you're listening to this on the podcast or whatever. Uh, I appreciate you listening or watching on replay. Let me know who you would rather face. If you're the Padres, who do you think they should want to face? The Mets? or the Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to go through some numbers, some stats, uh, guys on both teams, recent starts, recent games, and then give my thoughts, give my answer on who I would face. Uh, because, and at the end, I'll talk about more than just, you know, my decision, it's not just the Mets or the Cardinals. Like, okay, who's the easier opponent? Uh, maybe that's what it should be because we got to worry about you know, winning the wild card series first. But I'm also looking at, okay, who's going to be their opponent in the National League Division Series if they do get past the wild card? Uh, so I will get to my answer. But first, let's just start off comparing the Cardinals and the Mets. Head-to-head, uh, -head, the Padres are 2-4 and four against the Cardinals this year. They are 4-2 and two against the Mets. Uh, I know that some of these numbers that I'm going to read don't totally reflect uh, like what's happening right now, if that makes sense, because some games that the Padres beat the Mets uh, in, Eric Cosmer was on the team. Nomar Mazzara was on the team, right? So some of these, you know, the roster was different, but I'm just reading you the numbers. Uh, so two and four St. Louis, the Padres are against them this year, four and two against the Mets. The Mets are four and six in their last 10 games. The Cardinals are five and five. So they're both not really playing their best. Uh, the Mets are 98 and 61 entering today. I believe they have a double header today because they got rained out yesterday. The Cardinals are 92 and 68. The Mets are 51 and 27 at home, which is the only thing that matters uh, because they'd be playing at home against the Padres. The Cardinals are 53 and 28 at home. So both teams have really good records at home. Uh, not as good on the road. Mets 47 and 34. Cardinals 39 and 40. Uh, so different teams on the road. Mets just got swept by the Braves on the road in Atlanta. But these games would be at home. So focus on that home record. Um, the Mets have a plus 149 run differential. Cardinals, their run differential is plus 136. Uh, so that's not too far apart when you look at, you know, this being a full 162-game season. And right now it's through like 160 games because we have two more left. Um, so there's those basic numbers there. I mean, just looking at those numbers, I, I can't really decide on who I'd rather face just looking off of that. It's more for me... Uh, about the individual players um, and the path to a World Series. So I'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, let's start with the starters, starting pitchers for both teams, right? I only pulled the first two starters from the Mets and the Cardinals because those are two guaranteed games. Don't know who would pitch a third game for both teams. Probably Chris Bassett for the Mets. Don't know who would pitch for the Cardinals. Maybe it's Jack Flaherty. Um, I think it would be Michaelis and Wainwright for games one and two for them, but 
I don't know. For games one and two for the Mets, you would think it's Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. What would be a great scenario for the Padres if they do end up playing the Mets is the Mets have to throw DeGrom like the last game of the season or something because they're trying to win the National League East still. Let's say that's in play and they throw DeGrom the last game and they lose that game or the Braves still win the division and then they don't have DeGrom for the wildcard series. So then you'd have Scherzer game one, probably Bassett game two. I don't know if Carrasco's healthy, but then maybe him game three. Uh, that's definitely, that weakens the Mets' chances of winning there, right? But let's say that the Mets wrap up the division, or excuse me, the Braves wrap up the division today. Uh, they, their magic number is one. If they beat the Marlins today, they win the division. Or if the Mets lose one of these games today that they play, the Braves, I believe, win the division. So let's say that happens, and the Mets throw out DeGrom game one, Scherzer game two. DeGrom, he has no matchups against the Padres so far in 2022. At home this year, he has a 2.52 ERA. In his last start, went six innings against the Braves, gave up three home runs. There were some pitches left down the middle. So that was not his best start. Now, you could say, well, Ben, that might not be good news for the Padres because he's going to be motivated and there's no way he's going to be that bad in a wild card series start. You just never know. Like, I'd rather have him coming off of a bad start than a great start, right? I think that makes us more confident. And then the same thing with Scherzer. His last start also came against the Braves. Five and two-thirds innings. He gave up four earned runs. He gave up two home runs, nine hits. Uh, against the Padres this year, uh, July 22nd was his only outing against them. He went six innings. This was against Darvish. Uh, remember, right out of the All-Star break, six innings, two earned runs, five hits, Walked one guy, struck out eight. Darvish won that game. Padres won that game four to one. Darvish pitched really well. Um, but again, like I mentioned earlier, maybe that game doesn't reflect what's happening right now because the rosters were different. Eric Hosmer drove in two runs in that game. You know, um, Nomar Mazzara was on the, the team then, right? The rosters were different. But the Padres still demonstrated that they could score runs. And you could make an argument that the Padres lineup at least on paper it's better than what it was then uh brandon jury is an upgrade over eric cosmer at first base i don't know what you're going to get out of josh bell but maybe you can make an upgrade or make a uh argument that he's an upgrade over hosmer you, i mean you probably easily could uh at least offensively at first um over hosmer so regardless of who plays first that's an upgrade, right? There, there's different areas. Juan Soto is obviously an upgrade over Nomar Mazzara, right? So um, the Padres lineup, you can make the argument it's better. I think it is better. Um, I think it would be difficult for you to probably make an argument that it's not better than what it was when the Padres faced the Mets in July. So I think that's encouraging. Mets lineup, they have three uh, hitters. In that lineup with at least 20 home runs this year, Pete Alonso leads that team with 40 of them. Um, Edwin Diaz, I looked at their top two relievers in that bullpen, Edwin Diaz and Adam Adovino. Edwin Diaz, last five outings, five and two-thirds innings combined, no runs, 12 strikeouts. He's been really, really good this year and in the last five outings. Adam Adovino, last five outings, four and two-thirds innings, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. So he hasn't been as good as Edwin Diaz. 
but he's that's still pretty good. Um, so that's the Mets. Yeah, DeGrom, Scherzer, those are going to be the headliners, right? They're definitely going to be, if they make the wild card series, that's going to be the primetime matchup. So the Padres will probably be playing the Mets in primetime. That seems like the likeliest matchup right now for the Padres. But this episode, obviously, is if you could pick, who would you rather play, Mets or Cardinals? And so now we can look at the Cardinals, the Padres. Again, Padres have to be the sixth seed to play the Cardinals in St. Louis. Um, Miles Michaelis, let's look at their top two starters. Michaelis, Wainwright, Michaelis. He went six innings, gave up no runs against the Padres September 21st, his only start against the Padres this year. He has a 2-3-8 ERA at home. Pretty darn good. Adam Wainwright, seven innings, no runs against the Padres May 31st. Most recent outing against the Padres September 20th, six innings, four earned runs. So there's some really good with Michaelis. There's some really good with Wainwright. And then there's not so good with Wainwright in his most recent outing against the Padres. When you look at the Cardinals lineup, they also have three 20-plus home run hitters. They have Goldie and Arenado as MVP candidates, right? So I'd probably give the edge to the Cardinals in terms of their lineup. I know the Mets run differential, I said at the beginning, it's better than the Cardinals. But um, if I remember correctly, I think the Mets pitching has been a little bit better than the Cardinals this year. Um. I would probably give the edge to the Cardinals lineup. I'd rather face the Mets lineup, to be honest. Now, I know that could come up and bite me in the butt if the Padres face the Mets this weekend and the Mets you know, drop a bunch of runs on Darvish and Snell, but uh, I, I'm optimistic that that's not going to happen. Uh, Ryan Helsley, last five outings. Their top two relievers, Helsley and Giovanni Gallegos. Excuse me. He just signed an extension with the Cardinals, by the way. Helsley, last five outings, six innings, one run, 10 strikeouts. Gallegos, last five outings, four and two-thirds innings, one earned run, nine strikeouts. Uh, so both of those are good. Both bullpens, Mets and Cardinals, both. Top two relievers, last five outings, each of them uh, combined two earned runs for the Mets, combined two earned runs for the Cardinals, one run each. Helsley, Gallegos, two runs for Adovino, no runs allowed by Diaz. Um, so both back ends, they're pretty darn good, right? You don't get where you are, uh, how many wins you don't get to 98 wins for the Mets, 98, 92 wins for the Cardinals, uh, without having good pitching staff, right? But the Padres don't get where they're at without good pitching staffs as well. I'm confident as anyone in the Padres bullpen, Josh Hader, he's definitely back. This guy doesn't allow runs anymore. Uh, I know that could change at City Field or at Bush Stadium, but I am very, very confident when Josh Hader has the ball in his hands. I'm confident when Nick Martinez has the ball in his hands. Most of the time, I'm confident when Luis Garcia has the ball in his hands. Uh, Robert Suarez, most of the time, like Garcia and Suarez, they can be spotty sometimes, you know, commanding the strike zone. I'm not worried about Tim Hill. Uh, you know, yesterday, some calls didn't go his way, and I think that's his delivery a little bit, where he pitches guys in the strike zone. Uh, some of those calls were strikes that were called balls, and so extra base runners got on. But he did hit some guys, but with that said, I'm not worried about Tim Hill. I already said I love Nick Martinez. Morahone, maybe I'm concerned with him a little bit, but I'm definitely not concerned with Pierce Johnson. 
Uh, and Stephen Wilson, I'm not really concerned with him right now. I like where the bullpen is at, and I'll have a roster projection out later this week as well for the wild card series. They're probably going to have Manaya or Clevenger at least on that roster, and they've both been uh, pitching pretty well as of late, uh, or at least Manaya and Clevs. Manaya pitches tonight, by the way. I'll have the pregame show later today. Uh, Manaya, his last outing, I think it was, was it four innings? Um, it was something like four innings, pitched really well there. Clev's last outing, he pitched well um, as well when he started. So I, I like where both of those guys are at. I'm confident in this bullpen right now. And the rotation, obviously, they're pitching really, really well. Joe Musgrove last night, uh, he got his work in, and he didn't allow any runs. I mean, you Darvish is pitching like you Darvish and Blake Snell. He's pitching like the second half Blake Snell, uh, the guy that we expected when we traded Patino and those guys to Tampa in that deal. He's pitching like that guy. Um, so I'm confident in our pitching staff. The lineup, obviously, I think that's the big question for us, right? Scoring runs. I know, obviously, you have to score more runs than the other team, but like the depth in the lineup, uh, I think that's a question. You'd like to have Grisham get hot right now. He had a big double last night. I was very excited to see that from him, get him going. I, I think they'd start him in center field with his defense, uh, and they can have a Zokar maybe as a speed option, or you could put him in the game late in the game if you need to, uh, just have Grish bat ninth. But I, li I, I like the lineup. I'm confident in the lineup. I think Brandon Drury can have a, a big wild card series, and I know a lot of it's probably going to be on Soto and Manny. Can they come through when they have runners on base, or can they carry the offense if they need to? Can they come up with that big hit? It's also going to go down to be, to other guys in the lineup as well because maybe there's a game where Snell or Darvish they don't dominate the whole lineup, um, and maybe Degrom and Scherzer they pitch well against the top of the Padres order, and maybe the Padres bottom of the order can surprise one of them. I think that's, or the Cardinals, that they play them, it's the same thing there. So I think it's going to have to come from all places, but the focus, it's going to be on Soto and Manny if they can come through. Probably Crony as well, uh, but if they can come through when they have the opportunity to with runners in scoring position, uh, if they do get runners in scoring position against those tougher guys. Because as we know in the postseason, runs are at a premium, you know, so... I'm not expecting a ton of runs if the Padres face the Mets because it's good pitching, it looks like, all around. I'd, I'd probably expect more runs if they face the Cardinals, but not a ton more runs. Still a good pitching staff over there. So that one or that, you know, that one opportunity, those two opportunities where the Padres have runners in scoring position, can they come through there? I think that's uh, going to determine if they can win or lose, right? And obviously, you know, the bullpen. Right, if they give up runs, then that that'll determine it. But I'm confident in the bullpen right now where that stands. Uh, continuing with the Mets, the Cardinals argument. I'll get to the chat by the way. If uh, again, give me your thoughts, Cardinals or Mets. Who would you rather face in the wild card series? Again, the Cardinals. That would be the Padres' opponent if the Padres are the six seed and the Phillies get to the five, or if it stays where it's at, Padres are a five seed. They play the Mets, assuming the Braves can lock down the National League East today or tomorrow. Um, if the Padres win that Mets series, then they'd have to go 
face the Dodgers in the division series. And so there's some people that might want to, that might be like, okay, the Padres, no, let's, I want the Cardinals. That seems like the easier path. They face the Cardinals, just beat them in a series here at Petco. And that's a viable argument. Um, you wouldn't have to face the Dodgers until the NLCS, because if they beat the Cardinals, then they'd face the Braves or the NL East winner in the National League Division Series. So people think that's the easier route, right? And I can definitely understand people that are coming from that opinion, uh, coming from that angle. But what I would say is maybe, I don't know if it's easier, facing the Dodgers isn't easy. They haven't won a series against the Dodgers all year, but this helps me with the argument. If the Padres beat the Mets, if they play the Mets, they beat the Mets, they play the Dodgers in the division series, they only have to win, I only say only, they, let's say this, they have to win three games against the Dodgers in the division series compared to if they face the Padres or if, if they face the Dodgers in the NLCS, then they'd have to win four games against the Dodgers, assuming the Dodgers get there and obviously assuming the Padres get there. So if you, I can agree with both opinions. If you want the Cardinals because you want to just wait, delay the Dodgers, delay the Dodgers and maybe hope that you get lucky Dodgers fall in the division series like they did in 2019 against the Nationals, who were a wild card team. I can, I can understand that. But I, I just feel like the Dodgers are going to get past the division series if that happens. And so you'd have to win another game against the Dodgers. And we know, based on this year, it's very tough to beat the Dodgers once. So having to beat them four times compared to three times, I think that is a big thing. That's that's a disadvantage for the Padres. So I'd rather have them. I'd rather face them in a division series. Have to win three games instead of four, because a best of seven, best of five. Yeah, Cleb probably would have to pitch game one anyway. But a best of five, there's just so many things that could happen there. You know, it's another win that you have to get, and we've seen if that if that Yankee Red Sox series in 2004. If that was a best of five, the Red Sox would have won the series. They were, would have swept the Yankees, 3-0. But it was a best of seven. They had to win four times. Or excuse me, sorry. I totally got that mixed up. If it was a best of five, the Yankees would have won that series. They were up 3-0 in the series. If, but, it, but it wasn't. It was a best of seven. And so the Yankees had to win four games, and they couldn't do it. The Red Sox came back and won four straight. And then they, you know, obviously beat the Cardinals in the World Series to break that big World Series drought, right? That can happen. I'm not, I wouldn't expect the Padres to go up 3-0 against the Dodgers in a best of seven series, but that big, that fourth win is hard to get. Players would probably tell you that fourth win is the hardest to get. Close out that series. That's the hardest to get. So I'd rather only have to beat the Dodgers three times compared to four. That's just me. If you disagree, let me know in the chat here. Um, look, either way, any way that the Padres have to go here, it's going to be very difficult. The Cardinals, they're a very good team. The Pod, or excuse me, the Mets, they're a very good team as well. The Braves, if they face them, if they get past a wild card series and they face the Braves, let's say the Padres were a six seed there, they would be very tough as well. You're facing Freed, you're facing um, Morton. 
You're facing Kyle Wright. Maybe you're facing Spencer Strider if his oblique is good. You know, that Braves lineup, they have Acuna back this year. I, I don't know if they, I don't think they have Albies, but they still have a very talented Braves lineup, right? We just saw what they did to DeGrom and Scherzer. If the Padres face the Dodgers, we obviously know how tough that's going to be, right? The Padres obviously would not be expected to win that series. So, and if they get, I know we're jumping way ahead, and I, I don't even really want to mention this, but if we do get to the World Series, um, one that's obviously already a success, but if they do get there, you're going to probably have to face the Yankees or the Astros, you would think, right? And I believe both of those teams have already won 100 games. The Astros, they've been playing for like nothing for feels like two months. And the Yankees have already wrapped up the AL East, obviously. Like Dodgers, 110 wins. Would have to face them or the Braves. They're 160 right now. Uh, the Mets in a wild card series, they've already won 98 games. So they'd be tough. Cardinals, 92 wins. Uh, the Yankees, 98 wins. Astros, 104. So it's tough. Even look at the wild card teams. Let's say a wild card team in the AL makes a run. The Mariners have won 87 games. We know we saw their pitching up close. Gilbert and Castillo, right? Um, Cleveland, I don't think they're going to get far, but they've won 90 games. They're kind of around where we are, uh, but they didn't play in a great division at all. Toronto's won 91 games. Tampa's won 86 in a tough division. They're always a tough fight, right? I don't think they're going far, but my point is, it's going to be hard either way. It's going to be a very, very tough... Whoever wins the World Series, it's not going to be easy. Not going to be easy. So, all right, let me go through the comments here. By the way, my answer, who would I rather face? I would rather, if you didn't get it earlier, I would rather face the Mets right now. Face the Mets. We know we can beat Scherzer. He does give up the long ball. And if they beat DeGrom and Scherzer... They are confident they can beat anyone, including the Dodgers, because you just knocked down the best one-two punch probably in baseball. I know the Padres, we can say something about that too, Darvish Snell, the way they're pitching right now. They're pitching better than DeGrom and Scherzer are right now. But just name-wise, DeGrom, Scherzer, best one-two one punch in baseball. You beat them, you can go beat anyone. That's, that's what the message in the clubhouse would be, right? And then if you get past them, yeah, you have to face the Dodgers earlier than the NLCS, which is where you would face them, you would think, uh, if you knock off uh, the Cardinals, if you would face them. But you'd only have to face the Dodgers or beat the Dodgers three games for three games instead of four times. So I'd, I'd go with the Mets right now, personally. If you don't agree, let me know. If you do agree, let me know and why. Ryan Perez says, LMFAO, Padres are A, even with the Phillies? Aren't even? I don't know what he's trying to say there. He says, Padres are not a dangerous team. I disagree. I mean, if their lineup's nothing, then maybe you could say that. But the, the pitching that they have and their offense potential, I mean, last night, I know it's the Giants, but they went and scored seven runs in one inning after not doing anything during the game. So, this is something that could happen in the wildcard series where they can't get the DeGrom or Scherzer, but then they can blow it open against a bullpen. You know, so this offense is can still be dangerous. The team is dangerous all around. In the playoffs, it starts with starting pitching and ends with pitching in um, you know as a whole. And the Padres have, 
I'd put up our pitching staff up against anyone right now. The way the starters are going, the way that Josh Hader's pitching and the relievers are going, I'd put it up against anyone. So I think they are a dangerous team. I would disagree with that, Brian. And Brian says Max and DeGrom did not pinch against the Padres. DeGrom did not. Max did. The Padres beat Max in July. Caitlin says, Ben, I just started following you on Instagram and saw you met Jake a few months ago. What was it like to meet him? So this is off topic, but yeah, I met him a few months ago. He was super cool, super nice. Um, he was on his scooter going into the player garage, and I kept yelling to try to uh, get a picture with him. He kept going past me, and then I kept running after him, and then he eventually wheeled around. Um, and so, yeah, I just told him good luck that night. He said, thank you. Super nice guy. Uh, Rome Loves Dan says, one important issue, unconditional love and support of their team in St. Louis versus fans who can turn on the Mets in New York. So are you saying you'd rather not face the Cardinals because of their fans? I'm, I mean, I guess we could have that discussion. I'm just going off of the team. Because that's who's on the field. Um, I, I know Mets fans, like, if the Padres get an early lead in the wild card series, they're going to be, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, right? Uh, and the Cardinals fans, maybe they won't worry about it too much, but maybe the fans will have an impact uh, with, like, noise and stuff. But I'm going based on who they're playing, the team, and the route to the World Series, which is what we're trying to do here, right? DVD Posh says, I say let's go after the Mets and Dodgers. I have a bad feeling about the easier path. Yeah, I understand that argument. I've, I've talked about that as well. Like trying to play for the sixth seed, that's, I, I just feel like bad karma is coming then. You know, if you're trying to be cute and play for a sixth seed and tr try to like lose these games to the Giants, and I know they're trying to rest guys, and I, I agree you should be resting guys. I think they should rest Crony and Kim. One of them today, one of them tomorrow, and get Soto off his feet for a game. Um, you know, they're pitching Manaya today. Like, definitely prioritize the health of relievers. It, it seems like they have a plan, like, regardless of what the game looks like, these relievers are pitching here and here. Um, so I like that. Just really prioritizing the health of guys. Um, they're not trying to lose these games. Like the plan that they have, they're going to go with that plan. But with the guys on the field, those guys on the field aren't trying to lose these games, right? If they were doing that, I'd have an issue with that. I'd be like, uh oh, I think something's not going to be good. The result's not going to be good here. If you're trying to get the six seed by not playing guys, not for rest reasons, but for you're trying to lose. Bad karma is going to come up and bite you, I think. And you're going to lose to the Cardinals. So, yeah. I think playing for the five seed is, is better than playing for the six, to be honest. Uh, Rome loves Dan. Oh, wait. Let me get up to that comment again. It says, maybe we can play to our potential and LA may get out of Rhythm waiting around for the National League Division Series. That's true as well, yeah. 
but I believe the Dodgers, they're going to be playing some inter-squad games during that wild card series, getting guys work that need work, kind of like the summer camp before the 2020 season started, doing some inter-squads like that. So I don't think they're going to be totally out of rhythm. I know facing another team is different than facing your teammates. Um, I wouldn't bank on that. I'll say that. I wouldn't bank on the Dodgers being out of rhythm, but maybe they will. I wouldn't bake on that, though. Joseph says, yo, I saw you at the game on Sunday when we clinched. I was in front of Soto and saw you down the line. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, that, that Sunday, I mean, I said it on episode 239, reacting to that series in that game. It was, I got emotional there. Um, that was the first time I've seen the Padres clinch a postseason spot in person. Like, that hasn't happened. It's been a lot of losing seasons. Um, and so it was really cool to see a packed Petco Park and everyone get up, clap, and yell, and be loud when they saw that the Brewers had lost that game to the Marlins in extra innings. You know, it was just cool. It's something I'm, I'm always going to remember. Um, and I know they lost that game. It maybe would have been better if they would have won, but still, they made the postseason, and that's still an accomplishment. It, it was really cool to be there. DVD Pash says, do the Mets still have a chance to take their division? Yes, technically. I believe they have to win out and the Braves have to lose every game because the Braves' magic number is one. I wouldn't think that's going to happen. That's why I'm saying Mets or Cardinals instead of Mets, Braves, or Cardinals. Um, by the way, if we play the Braves, if it's the Braves or the Cardinals, I'd probably still pick the Braves. Uh, I'm, I'm confident in our team. And... Uh, I'd rather have to beat the Dodgers three times instead of four. That's that's where I stand right now. Gil says, have a feeling Campy's going to go deep in the postseason. I mean, if he gets an at-bat, maybe he pinch hits, but I think Nola's probably going to catch every game in the postseason, and Alfaro's the better pinch hit option, uh, especially in a high-leverage situation, as we've seen this year. He's the better option. Than Campy, I, I don't, I don't know if Campy's going to get much playing time. Obviously, that would be cool if he goes deep, but I don't think he's going to get much playing time, especially in a wild card series. But that's just me. Joseph says, first time for me too. Last time I was fourteen years old. Oh yeah, when they made the postseason, so amazing to see everyone uh, in Petco. I, uh, I get up before Bell went to bat. Yeah. Yeah, because when Bell got, uh, went up to the plate, that's when we knew that the Brewers had lost. And so, yeah, you heard the ovation, and the Padres had clinched the playoff spot. How old? So you're 30, I'm guessing. Last time, 14 years old. Because last time was 2006. So you're probably like 30, right? Geo says, anything can happen in October, and in Major League Baseball, the best team doesn't always win. I agree, yeah. Let's go, Pods. With no Tatis, we got in. Cheers from Las Vegas. All right. Out of town, Padre fan. Love it. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Anything can happen in October. Not every... Not You're right. Not every... The best team doesn't always win um, in the postseason. Like, the Nationals, I guess you could argue they were the best team in 2019, but they weren't the best team in the regular season. 
they were a wild card team. They went 19 and 31 to start off that 2019 season. So, yeah, um, the team that usually wins, they're usually a really good team. They're maybe not they're the, or maybe they're not the best team every year, um, but they're usually a really good team. The Padres, I think, if the offense hits, they're a really good team. So I think they do have a good chance of winning. Um, I don't. Ex- I'm not expecting them to win the World Series. But I'm confident that they can win the wild card series. And I'm confident they can, if they play the Dodgers, I'm confident they can keep that competitive. Um, and depending on who, how they play in the wild card series, I'll probably have a better answer on my, expect, my real expectations for a Dodgers NLDS or a Braves NLDS, however that shakes out or whoever they play in those rounds. Again, I'm jumping ahead. I, I don't want to jump ahead. I really want to focus on that wild card series. Ari says, I think having Myers, Brandon, Drury, and Bell all in the lineup at the same time is our most productive offense. Okay, so if that's the case, um, then that means is Will in center? Do you have Profar still leading off? Will's in center. And you have, what, Drury at first, Bell DHing? Because that's how all three would get in the lineup. Because I think you'd want Profar in there. Great defense in left, leadoff guy. Um, and Myers is probably the better offensive option over Azoka or Grisham. But I, I doubt that's going to happen. I, I think that Grisham is probably still going to play center field come the wild card series for the defense. And they can have Azokar as a speed option. Again, I'll do my roster projection later this week before uh, those rosters are announced. Or if they get announced early before Friday morning, then I'll react to them. Uh, but I'll probably have that out later this week um, before those rosters do get out. I'd, I'd expect them to wait all the way till Friday to announce them anyway, so I should be able to get that done. Kelly asks, who's your X factor in the wildcard series? Man, I mean, starting pitching probably. I know you're probably asking for one person. I mean, the bullpen, it's going to be a collective effort. You can't win the wild card series if only Darvish pitches great or only if Snell pitches great. Because what if the other one sucks? Then you go to a game three. Well, you need Musgrove to pitch really good too. So I'd say the rotate. I know that's probably a cop-out answer. That's multiple people. But I'd probably say the rotation. If I were to pick one guy, I mean, I'd probably say someone on the offense. Manny, probably. He's the, M- the Padres' MVP, right? It feels like when Manny goes, the offense goes. I'd probably say Manny. Because I hesitate to say one person in the bullpen because he might not pitch both games in the wild card series. And I, I, I don't want to say Josh Hader because, I mean, if, Josh, if they have a lead, then sure, but there's no guarantee they have a lead and there's no guarantee he pitches both games in the wild card series or all three games, right? So I'd probably pick someone in the offense and... Manny's the he's the MVP of this team, so I'm gonna go. I'd go with him. Duzertry six one nine says with the three game series, I think they will use Clevenger in the bullpen. Uh, I think Manaya will get in. I think it's more debatable about Clevenger. I'll have more of a conversation on that later this week in my roster uh, projection. Because I, I think that's a very inc- uh, interesting question, intriguing conversation to have. 
my gut is that Club makes the roster. Um, and they try to not pitch him, but they you, you don't want to be like, oh man, I wish we had Clev over Stammen in this situation. I think Clev does make the roster, but they try not to use him if that makes sense. So they can have him for game one of the division series. But again, that's jumping ahead. You got to win the wild card series first. I do think Manaya makes it though. All right, I think that's going to do it. Talking Friars, episode 240. Mets or Cardinals, who would you rather face if you're the Padres in the wild card series? Mets, they're a good team, good pitching staff. Cardinals, they, they're a good team, good pitching staff, MVP candidates in that lineup. Both ways would be tough. Let me know in the comments. Let me know on social media, at Talking Friars, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Ben Fadden, your host. This episode, again, was brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Thank you so much for watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast. I appreciate it. I'll be back with the pregame show later today for Padres Giants game two of three in this series, game 161. Talk to you later. See ya.